And I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gentleman Overlords. I'm Andrew. And I'm Max. And I'm Robert. And guys, I know you can't really see it, but I'm going to move my camera a little bit here. I moved the soundboard. Andrew, what? No, to... stop. Stop. I don't want to see. Stop. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got a real tubing moment going. Um... I was trying to remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget. Um... He, he will never live that down. <laughs> Yeah, when he's a guest on uh, an episode in three weeks, um, we'll let him know. Uh, yeah, we'll be ready. But uh, I moved we'll the soundboard. We'll be expecting something from him. <laughs> That's right. It's going to be the first uh, visual podcast we'll release. Um, I moved the soundboard over to next to me. So now if you guys are starting to piss me off, I can just turn you down a little, a little twist of the knob right at my Ooh. ready. So Oh, nice. It's you... not one of the soundboards. Well, Andrew, just... I have some strong words for you. <laughs> and that, And those words are... And then this is when yeah, you turn the thing. And then you are a, a bleep, bloop, blop. <laughs> what if those yeah. were, what if you did swear and those were the edits I put in was you doing bleep, a bloop, blop. <laughs> I say it often enough. Yeah, That's, I recorded, probably, yeah, I have a drop of you. It's We're on a seven second of, delay. Hours of uh, fake curse words that I yeah. say. <laughs> it's true. You have, um, you have created a lexicon of, of fake swear words over the years, but... Um, yeah, if I just could you have a sound drop of both of you uh, making your own edits, that'd be great. Sure. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get yeah, right we'll, on it. Okay, champ. cool. All right. Uh, how about we get into some movies we've seen? Don't you forget about me. Look my way, girl. Something <laughs> breakfast. Movies we've seen. Robert, I like. Whoa, I like. Uh, oh, you move that soundboard time, a little close there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drunk with power. I can do whatever I want. If I want to play the same sound again, he's doing two segments on top of each other. <laughs> um, Robert, I like you calling me champ. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep your volume all the way up. Hey, Max, catch up. <laughs> I'm gonna be loud. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be loud as fuck by the end of this episode. <laughs> What about Chump? How's that work? Damn it. Ooh. You know, I kind of like being negged, too. So that was... Uh, that hey, call, yeah, so I knew it. out. <laughs> I knew it. I've been studying this for a while, actually. <laughs> so, I knew Max, you'd, yeah. you'd appreciate it. I've been studying this. <laughs> a, like a chart this, this, of just my face This whole long con of this podcast. Yeah. I've been studying your the way you like to be negged. Uh, Robert, why don't you lead us off with some movies? Movies I've seen. Um, I don't... Th- think i'd seen it since last we spoke i rewatched uh thor ragnarok Ooh, oh boy. Baby. good old ragnarok i think it was just sort of people were all a buzz about it uh in a couple of places and i um i think it's just like you know there's just like waves where like wandavision and, and adjacency to to that property i was kind of like wanting to revisit it did you see um, that uh that matt apodaca tweet with uh with uh Taika and, and Kate Blanchett. That was very funny. Fellow podcast producer. Uh, <laughs> yes, he went he went real viral. Yes. That was great. Um, uh, yeah, so Ragnarok, so great. Um, we have talked before, and I'm trying to remember if you you did fully not 
have the the Hulk reveal spoiled for you, Andrew. When oh, you I I, I did, but it was it, that was the impetus of me not watching trailers ah, because okay, I was like, interesting. So that it is still significant in yeah. that. Yes. Um, and I don't know how how stringent you still are about that, but imagining seeing that movie, I, I suppose there's just like an amount of you might assume that that might occur maybe, but um, having that reveal is so great. And it is still like a great moment in the trailer, mm-hmm. but having Hulk end up in the film is also very fun. And just, it's just such a wild, uh, it's, it's really great. I really enjoy it. I think the, the stuff on Asgard drags a little, a little bit, mm. but it's all setting up Hela and stuff. And I think the end is very creative in the way they kind of get rid of the, introduce a big bad and to to face another big bad yeah Um, Yeah. i remember the asgard stuff being pretty bad and especially the fact that they killed everyone on asgard pretty much immediately they it it dwindles i mean i guess it sets up you i don't feel super connected to asgard despite it appearing in multiple films in the mcu but they dwindle to such a small amount by the end of this film and then by the, (laughs) the the very end of this film is them getting confronted by Thanos and then we know mm-hmm. that they get basically halved again um to the point where they can all occupy a little village in Norway eventually. So man, they really go through the ringer. But um precluding all that, the movie is very fun and colorful. Man, the freaking costumes on all the like alien guards and everyone are so great. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. You would be like go back and rewatch it just so you can look at everything. They're not kind of like celestial right? style like ball like like it'll be like a like a circle bulb with like lines kind of jutting down and kind of following patterns on their body and like weird scepters and just like cool colors it was it was really awesome um uh yeah saw that um oh i saw one called marrowbone um and this one's kind of interesting it's got a couple uh recognizable people in it um anya taylor joy is in it Mm -hmm. um from uh the Queen's the, Garment. The the chess master. Yeah, whatever it's called. Um The Queen's and then Garments. Charlie Heaton, who was in, I believe he was in um Oh, Chris Nolan World War One, two? Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Um Mia Goff, who was in Emma with Anya Taylor Joy, uh, as well. Um, and it's a family that moves to America with their mom, who's not who's like unwell and they're fleeing their father. And then they are trying, you know, they're just trying to get along and they've got this house out in the, that's kind of dilapidated. I guess it used to be like their place or it's like willed to them a long time ago and it's kind of falling apart. And then uh, at one point there's like, this is all the very, very starting, like a, a bullet goes through the window and the sister sees this man outside with a gun and screams and it, the it infers that the father did find them and caught up with them and it cuts to six months later and it's the kids all kind of like trying to take care of themselves because the mom has passed away, but you're trying to figure out what happened that day and what, Hmm. what has happened since. And on top of all that is that the house seems to be haunted and the kids kind of acknowledge that there's like these sounds and things and there's some connection between it and Pennywise that they need. What? Pennywise the Clown? <laughs> this is a Stephen King. <laughs> yeah, there's like red balloons and all sorts of weird uh, that he goes across it all the time. Um, there's a there's a connection with 
uh, money that they like hid away. I think that was their father's. And basically like, I think they connect it. Like if they use that, which they need to like help make the house theirs forever. If they use that, that it will like bring out the ghost or, or cause them trouble basically. Um, so I don't want to say too much. It's a little bit of a slow burn. It takes place kind of in, there was a Nixon photograph. So I think want to say it's like the late sixties. Um, and it's kind of rural, um, but I, I really liked the cast and it was sort of like, it was a weird, we just kind of on a whim, we're like, oh, Mar never heard of this, Marrowbone, we rolled the dice, but um, I liked it. It was kind of like a quieter, uh, still very creepy uh, horror film. As there, as like a third act, like just hail to the chief starts playing and then like a Nixon shows up at the house. What's going on here? Yeah, that was the really weird part. It's like, it's all very like, it's pretty self-serious and stuff. And at the very end, Nixon's like, I'm here to get rid of these ghosts for you. Nixon! The Ghostbuster. That's right. <laughs> I'm as jolly as... And it's also like Charlie Heaton playing Nixon. I don't know why they couldn't also do it, <laughs> recast him. It was like really bad pancake makeup. Um, oh, I rewatched. Okay. Yeah, I'm uh, going to tell you a story about Watergate, but keep it secret. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, don't book any rooms there in the next couple of days. <laughs> um, oh, my Nixon's getting worse and worse. Uh, Kong. Skull Island. Oh, oh, I've been meaning to watch that. Uh, yeah, I rewatched that. I liked it. I think it's, it's, I don't know if it was like maligned or not. It's, but it's I fun. Think it's, like, I think it's I like, well liked. I yeah, think it's, people it's, who watched it liked it. I don't think a lot of people saw it. Yeah. I think that's, I think that like it's especially, especially since it's basically Kong's introduction before the new Godzilla movie that's coming out uh, to HBO, uh, exclusive to HBO Max. Um, but, uh, it's really colorful. Um, John C. Riley is, of course, amazing as always, and it's got a pretty good cast. I think like some people shine more than others, but um, I would definitely, I would definitely give it a, a rewatch. And it also has plenty of just nice big monster fights too. So hmm. if that's what you're in it for, um, it has several characters from the or not characters, but actors from the MCU, right? Has Tom Hiddleston it has has, Tom, and has Brie Larson, yeah, and Samuel L. Jackson is not and in Samuel it? L. Jackson, yeah, okay, yeah, um, and John C. Riley, who's on uh, Nova Prime, and that uh, is Kong. right. I holy I, shit, I was gonna call the bullshit, but yeah, I guess everyone's in the MCU at this point. Yeah, it's also it's honestly weird that the actors, some of the actors, were not in the MCU. Kind of, <laughs> it was kind of throwing me off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I was like Kong, I was like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> Maybe it's just. <laughs> It's a spoiler. He's going to show up in the MCU later. <laughs> this is phase four MCU. Yeah, character. he's going to be one of the Eternals. Aven Avengers, I'd like you to meet Giant Monkey, <laughs> a.k.a. Kong. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you've seen his previous Avengers in Kong Skull Island. What? What? Um, is that in the MCU now? These are the characters talking to each other. Yeah, and then you scan your QR code, all that good stuff. Um, I also watched... Um, parts of the never ending story because uh i just finished the book for a book club is um, that why i keep getting emails about missing messages in the discord and it's all these like long like paragraph long like <laughs> so in in when when falcor meets the a well, uh number the... one you can change your notification settings my dude uh and i do i, I do sometimes write my notes in there <laughs> i'm sorry i know i you didn't mention the fanfic so i appreciate that um <laughs> the fanfic notifications andrew turned on the podcast he was he was very hot <laughs> 
uh, turned on the podcast. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> How long have we been podcasting? So sultry. <laughs> um, but I did watch a, it was like a 25 minute kind of documentary called um, uh, Reimagining the Neverending Story. And it how was it, kind of just about how it did hmm. eventually end the never ending story. Yeah. Story. Finally ending the fucking thing. <laughs> the story of the never ending story. Uh, and it was mostly about the movie production. Um, but it was cool to see some behind the scenes stuff. And um, it's a movie I really enjoyed as a kid. So it was fun for the first time to kind of see the sets and, and sort of hear some of the actors grown up talking about their roles and what it was like for the German production to make all that. And then also, um, the author um, really not liking the little ending of the movie and basically saying like, I'm going to fucking stop this in its tracks, which, you know, I understand him wanting his work to be fully represented, but uh, they definitely had to make some sort of studio decisions to make sure it kind of worked more as a movie. So mm. yeah, it was cool. I'd never, I'd never uh, indulged in that before. So it was fun to, to watch. Do you think it's ever going to get a, a Snyder cut? Do you think they're, they're <laughs> I was thinking like it's I'm kind of shocked it hasn't tried to no one's tried to remake it and it is a situation we we mentioned in the book club where I feel like you would have to genuinely do at least two movies it not as a cash grab but as like content wise I think it would just make much more sense to have like an hour and a half or maybe two hour first movie and then another two hour movie after it um, in that case, if they ever do make it, it will be six movies for sure. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, I it'll be see... like just just Bastion, like starting to read the book as the first movie. <laughs> entrance, yeah, entrance to the never-ending story. I could see it being like a like a Netflix miniseries or like an HBO Max miniseries or something. Yeah, totally. Um, but I. Yeah, like I said, I really enjoyed it, and it was fun to kind of get some behind the scenes of uh, a movie I really enjoyed, and especially on the heels of reading the book again. So, yeah. cool. Uh, that's it for me, Max. What about you? Uh, well, I continued my Miyazaki fest and watched some uh, Princess Mononoke, Ooh. which I haven't seen in quite a while. Suburb. Uh, let's see. We you don't know the- what language you were hearing. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, we we have been watching the uh, the. Dub. Why is this taking so? We long? have been watching the subs. We have been watching the subs, and then on this one, uh, we weren't really feeling up to um, to reading everything. What what's going on? I'm just trying to figure out why this question. Is You're making a meal like of this. A full minute to answer about if you watched it with subtitles or dubbed. Or dub titles. I was titles. trying to figure it out. It's it, because I th- I think it's no 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 no. If you were, I'm joking with you, man. If you were, if you were switching around, I get it. I'm just trying to remember because I I don't think I dislike the Mononoke uh, dub. I think I, I didn't think, think. See, that's the thing. I didn't think so. I thought that they did a pretty good job with most of the Disney mm-hmm. dubs, but but then Billy Bob Thornton shows up as this fucking priest in it, and I was like, what the hell is going on? And he's like, just doing Billy Bob Thornton. There's there's nothing else. And I thought, well, maybe we should switch back, but we we weren't really in the mood to be uh, reading subtitles. You can't, so we, you can't switch it once he shows up. They have, it's a yeah. feature in the movie. <laughs> They're like, sorry, uh, switching is disabled at this point because we know <laughs> that everyone is going <laughs> to He's also di- He's not in the original cut. They digitally inserted yeah. a Billy They're Bob like, Thornton character. 
just wait, just wait. You haven't heard Jillian Anderson yet. You haven't heard Claire Danes yet. So yep. hold on. And uh, Billy Crudup. Uh, I don't know. And Bob it's, Thornton. And and Bob Thornton. There there are quite a few uh, well-known actors in there. But um, oh, and Minnie Driver. Yes, she is. Uh, I don't remember. Jada Pinkett Smith is is Lady Boshi of of Iron Town. No, 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 no. She's Mini the uh, is is uh, she's Lady Boshi. And then Jada Pinkett Smith is the uh, one of the uh, ladies. I forget there. his name. Yeah, Her she's name. awesome. She's like a badass. Yeah, all the women. I like. I like all the women of the Forge. Like all the women are like workers and like stand up for themselves, which is really cool. Yeah, I. It's a good movie. It's really good. Although it is weird that the the main character is kind of like this. He's always trying to avoid fights, but then when he gets in fights, he like decapitates a couple guys and like Well, that's the demon arm. <laughs> not like meaning to. But it he is. really he, it really does I I understand that, but it doesn't really First of all, he shoots an arrow, so whether he has a, a demon arm or not, he's still going to be like doing some damage. But when he like genuinely rips a guy's head off, he's just kind of keeps on going, keeps on trucking, does, doesn't face him one single bit. But it's uh yeah it's a great movie uh and there's another there's a not a hayao miyazaki but a goro miyazaki movie oh. coming out pretty soon um the i forget the name of it something about an earwig, earwig and the witch or something earwig and the witch or the witch and the earwig i forget which one how do is. you feel about the look of it it's, uh, it's cg so they're doing cg that's a it's a weird call of course it's going to happen at some point uh i'm, I'm glad they i just the praised kids, the lupin so movies so it's not like i'm beyond True. approach it seemed like from what i've read most people are thinking it's passable it's like a decent first attempt is what people are calling it so we'll see go in with uh tempered expectations and you might enjoy it and I think I'm trying to remember what other films he's put out. I know he did like the Legend of Earthsea one, mm-hmm. um, and I'm pretty sure Hayao Miyazaki was upset with him for doing that, or or was like, "You didn't like do a great job." Like, I guess there's parts of that movie that look great, and other parts that like don't look great. And he just was like very uh critical i i I heard about that so i'd be interested to see what he thinks he seems like a fairly critical guy in general this is seems like a perfectionist and he's hard probably very hard to please this is goro miyazaki goro his son yeah hayao miyazaki is the guy who's hard to please okay yeah and his son goro is the one who is uh maybe uh maybe he should turn to his other son uh motaro miyazaki Is this a uh, Mortal Kombat? Correct. Joke? Oh, I was gonna make a joke that he he's <laughs> animating with four arms, but yours yours was good too. Uh, yeah, it was all, good. It was we all, right. all had good ones, right, guys? <laughs> These were five hundred dollars sunglasses, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what about a Johnny Cage Miyazaki? Hayao Miyazaki apparently did uh, some CG movie, so, something someone the cat him and with Adam for- Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you just say? <laughs> I wish I said Adam. Wait, he made Eight Crazy Nights. <laughs> he remade Eight Crazy Nights with CG. Yeah, he was like, I like, I usually do original works, but there was something oh, about this, this movie. This I had called to, to me, yeah. And then Goro came to him and said, "You're criticizing my shit. Get out of here." <laughs> there is like a video. There was like a video. I don't know if you've seen that of like 
someone made some weird technology they were showing him of like it was like humans moving in non-human ways. It seriously looked like a mannequin oh, just kind of getting yeah. like crawled across the floor. And he basically is like, it was AI learning. So they, they something they like that. Yes. Body shapes. And then AI has to learn how to use those body shapes. So they if, have a couple. If we of think legs. we should, we should drop it in the chat. so that if you haven't seen it, drew, um, because he basically is like, this is like a sin to me. Like, this is like the worst thing I've seen. And the dude, the dude, one of the dudes pretending is like breaking down. Like, I, I'm sorry, My I didn't. Hero and he just like hates me. Yeah, he was just like, I, I can't believe you would do something so offensive to like art and wow. level. Like it was like fuck. He was Jeez. just like destroying him, withering him. It was insane. Anyway, love the man in his movies. <laughs> <laughs> Insult me. I feel like a lot of that stuff is uh, translation. Some of it is you know ego. Some of it sure. is like uh, he's he's viewing it from the perspective of of the hand like replacing you know, art which I, I get. yeah yes. rather than like well this is a neat thing that someone can do right it's it's like they were like we want to make something that humans can't do and he was kind of like why would you want to do that <laughs> like, <laughs> so i, I kind of get that yeah. um sorry i'm stepping all over your your miyazaki whatever do it that's what a podcast about stepping over people huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah Good shit, Miyazaki. He made uh, oh this this CG movie. He made something about a caterpillar, uh, much different. The I hungry, hungry caterpillar it wasn't a full movie. He made it for some museum. I tried to look at a little thing on. Oh, that might be one of those things you can only see maybe at the I think so. the Ghibli Museum. That's cool. Something like that. I saw, but you can see a clip of kind of a, what they're going for, and it does mm. look more of. Uh, like more of a Miyazaki style. Like it, it, it pulls off um, more of a 2d look than, Oh, that's cool. Than this one. I think this is the first uh, CG thing that they're trying to do that uh, looks CG that embraces its CGness. And so far from the clips I've seen, it hasn't really like broken through that stylistic uh, barrier, like Lupin. It sounds like did. man, you, yeah. Definitely check out Lupin. I was really impressed with the the way that looked. That'd be funny. You go to the the Ghibli Museum and you watch this 3D caterpillar thing by Miyazaki, and he's like, at the end, he appears. He's like, doesn't it suck? <laughs> don't you don't you hate? Isn't this shit? 3D? I'm never doing this again. Yeah. I and I think I was reading an interview and uh, somebody was talking about uh, the Ghibli style and what it means, and Miyazaki's like, well, I don't know, because there there's like there's my style and then there's you know other other people's styles like grave of the fireflies is done by yeah because ghibli guy. is is definitely more broad than the miyazaki stuff yeah but that's what it's kind of known for mm-hmm. uh, yes yes it, but then um they were like and then also the this was on a, a game site so they were talking about like also the nino kuni is uh, oh yeah is known for the ghibli style and and then they're like, you know, do you think you'd ever work on another video game? And he basically just shuts it down. He's like, no, I'm not interested at all. Like, I, I don't want to do that again. Interesting. Uh, I, so I wonder that if... experience. He just doesn't want to. He's just sure. uh, like more focused on doing. Uh, uh, Jamie played uh, that. I don't think she played the whole thing, but um, there's also a sequel. And now yeah. I'm wondering if if the sequel was just fully just miming the first one. And there was no association then with with Miyazaki. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe they just got his son to to <laughs> come, come up with a couple of new characters. So Oro! Yeah, uh, Miyazaki's still involved in this one. <laughs> yeah, another classic Miyazaki game. <laughs> hmm. uh, and then besides that, I watched The Rocketeer, rewatched The Ooh. Rocketeer. <laughs> Ooh, indeed. 
what a movie is that and good like, yeah so good good the, like uh porco rosso i came on was not able to uh really explain why it's a good movie just to kind of shat on it for being uh like re- ped- pedophile adjacent and um Maybe though, so, is it the most misogynistic of the Miyazaki movies? Probably. Oh. That's why it's my favorite. <laughs> it relates well, to you in a way. My, You're my, still doing uh, this character, I hope. This is a character, yeah. My point in this. <laughs> is we're doing a bit now, get, right? If you want to get away from that misogyny, but still have some of these like beautiful old planes flying in the sky, uh, Rocketeer has that. It yes. also has Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly for sure. Yes. Yes, indeed, it has that. Uh, it also has Locke from mm-hmm. Lost as Howard Hughes. Yes. Um, and a, a few other. Oh, it has Alan Arkin, who does a great job. And I feel like every time I've watched it before, I've always liked him. I never thought he did a bad job, but he really stood out this time. He's very funny. Just every line that he has is, is pretty hilarious. And uh, it's a crazy movie. It has Timothy Dalton, one of the worst James Ooh. Bonds, apparently. But he's fantastic in this one. Uh, nah, he was done no, dirty. I think he was nah. in two, two Dalton Bonds. He was that made bad. that many. It might have just been one, honestly. I but it might have know. been two. Um, but he's two. good with his mustache. He's the yeah, he's good. Yeah, and in this one, does a great job. And uh, I I based my um, renegade run on Mass Effect uh, from his character in this game. Wow, Mass Effect. Wow, huh? That's right. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that. Um, but Rocketeer always worth a watch. Um, it's I need to watch Sound of Music. It's interesting these Disney music, <laughs> D- Disney movies that like end up incorporating Nazis in them. Strange to me. Is Sound of Music Disney? Hey, they made propaganda. I think for them Sound of Music more, is so. Disney, but it isn't. I don't think so. All right. Well, I need to watch Sound of Music anyway. <laughs> Seems like Are you thinking of cabaret? Not. That's what I'm thinking of. Disney and uh classic yeah. cabaret. Yeah. <laughs> uh the only other movie I watched was uh the Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries movie. So I was telling you last week about the uh the series. This is the Australian murder mystery thing. Mm-hmm. Oh and yes. I was talking about it a while ago. I think I did a really good accent at one point. I think <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it it might be coming back this time too, perhaps we'll see. Maybe, um, but uh, so when I was talking about it before, I talked about how this guy who's in it, the constable, looks like Cody Rhodes, the wrestler. Mm-hmm. And so in this movie, so well, first of all, I finished up the series. The series is great. Uh, I recommend that. The movie, on the other hand, uh, I think they leaned into the wrong stuff. They left out a lot of the stuff that made the show good. It- is it like following up the the? Is it takes place after the after, series? Yeah. Oh, so okay. Okay. Apparently, the actress moved from Australia to London and couldn't work on this anymore. Everyone else from the show is still in Australia, so they couldn't. Like, I mean, there are planes that exist, and she could fly back, but they're not doing that. Um, I guess hey, they're not that far behind. Okay, <laughs> they're they're like a backwards, upside down place, but. <laughs> But the 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 movie Crypt, oh, what Crypt of Tears, uh, Miss Fisher's Crypt of Tears or something, Jesus. Uh, it, it kind of uh, it takes place in Palestine, I think, and it, it kind of has this like oh, awakened mummies curse thing that like goes. It's more of like a 
um, an Indiana Jones than a murder mystery. Like the does, other, one, like does, does the rest of the series and, take place in Australia? Is it all like sort of smaller crimes or what? It's yeah, it's in Australia. Some I think a couple scenes take place in in London. Uh, hmm. But not enough to even like. She's not like constantly going abroad, basically. No, 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 okay, no. Okay, pretty much all Australia, and then in this one because I don't know they they wanted to make it bigger, and sure. they wanted to make it I don't know I guess they wanted to also say that West Australia there, there are <laughs> there are curses in this one and 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 hexes and stuff and they also left out all the the tertiary characters essentially so it's just Miss Fisher and uh, the like main love a, a dingo who eats her all her babies no no he's back he's back no back baby <laughs> there it is <laughs> but uh it's unfortunate because all of the other characters they have like these these really great characters that they build up the, the constable and uh her kind of like maid who comes in she 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 takes her in and then these two socialists who are taxi drivers and all of them are are like really fun characters they do a great job they bring them in for like two minutes at the at the most just to come in and say like basically i'm here we can't be a part of the story and then and then leave and it's <laughs> it's the worst i feel really bad for them hi i'm they here do... i can't uh, be part of the story <laughs> yeah sorry guys bye <laughs> they they were talking to one of the um the taxi drivers beforehand to say like oh do you can you say anything about your role in the upcoming movie and he said don't blink and I feel so oh. bad for him. And it's true. And the movie suffers because of it. They really shouldn't Damn. have done what they did. Uh, but the rest of the, the series is worth watching. Cool. And although we missed one, here, there, we missed one episode. And then for some reason thought it wasn't on the DVDs, bought it, watched it. It was one of the worst episodes of the whole thing. And then it turns out it was on the DVDs the whole time. And we just fucking oh missed it and bought it for no God. reason. What a pain. What a pain. But that's all. Oh, I've you wouldn't watched. recommend the series at this point. I, yeah, don't watch it. Don't bother it. it, it you might miss the same episode we did <laughs> and uh, try and go back, even though it's not worth it. Hey, those are tricky. Those hidden episodes, man. I get it. <laughs> I don't know what it went back to the main menu, and it shouldn't have. Screwed us over. Bad uh, programming. You fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up, Miss Fisher, twice now. Hey, whoever printed the DVD uh, uh, menus, man, you blew it. Three strikes, you're out. All right, Andrew, what you seen? I have been on an MCU rewatch, and so Ooh. I have watched... So it's weird, on Disney+, Plus. apparently The Incredible Hulk just doesn't exist. So in the if you go to the Marvel <laughs> section of... It's not uh, like a Marvel Studios? It I is. I bet that's, that's got to be the Paramount uh, distribution thing. No, it's I think... It's got to be... I there's some, like, time limit. It's it's weird because, like, every... You know, like, Iron Man is a, is a Paramount distributed movie. Like... Up until like you know they like up until a certain point, almost all of them are. It's just like well, when it's they, just not when they there. launched, they didn't have Last Jedi, I think, right? Or there I, was some exclusivity on someone else. That was I think. a choice. That was a choice, <laughs> Max. <laughs> no, um, no. So I watched <laughs> Iron Man, Iron Man Two, Thor, Captain America, The Avengers. Wow. Iron Man Three, Thor: The Dark World, Captain America: Winter Soldier, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Since we last spoke, how? Whole, whole, you, this, I'm assuming the second we stopped talking, you turned them on, and it was just nonstop. I have then. not slept since, and uh, <laughs> it's really nice to talk to another human being uh, for once. Um, 
yeah, it's been very fun. I was I sort of thought I'd like watch maybe one every couple days, but like I because like you know I'm just I'm at home a lot. I'm you know you know trying to do some some exercising. So like I put them on while I'm exercising. Hey, we're being or, we're being heroes. We're staying at home and watching movies. That's right. That's yeah. What we, um, what's what we're supposed to do? I yeah. When uh when people <laughs> thank healthcare workers, I'd also like for them to thank me for. Watching the Marvel movies. And hey, not I'm still. Being a, I open my windows for the claps every day, my man. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been it's been really fun to watch and like to see. I mean, obviously, I've seen all these movies multiple times before, but like, there's certain movies I've only seen maybe once or twice. Like, I haven't seen sure. the first Thor in in years. And no, me either. Um, so it's it's fun to go back and watch some of them and like to to yeah. know where. I mean, we've talked about it before, but like, how the Thor franchise has like really evolved quite a bit from like i would say one of the weaker i know that's probably not a hot take it's definitely no, like one of the yeah. weaker of the of the kind of like heroes stories through mm-hmm. the, the films yeah um and then i i didn't even this is the first time i'd noticed that um gosh and now i forget his name the the guy that tony is in the cave with at the beginning of iron man one Yen, Yensid. Yensen, is he meets him in iron man three Mm-hmm. When it, in the like when they the go back to the nineties, and they're like they run into each other at a party, and like you know it's not, it's not like a thing you know in Iron Man one where he's like hey haven't I met you before but it's a nice little like does he not I don't think so hmm I could have sworn he was like you don't remember me or something oh maybe like that. yeah maybe you're right um so that's a nice little like callback at least to like see him in the movie sort of like they cross paths in this at this party what if what if he had ditched him on the roof hey i'll meet you on the roof and talk about whatever you want and then like he became the villain he's like oh you're trapped in this fucking cave with me oh hmm, Hmm. interesting yeah here uh, here's this device it'll shove the fucking thing in your heart faster (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's i uh it was is fun to go back and watch him i like iron man 2 i had not seen in a long time so of course robert you and i at work we used to always quote uh Uh, uh, dance like um uh what's his face yeah what we would do yeah (laughs) Actually, can I think of his? We we would always yeah. We would uh, tan our hands like Sam Rockwell in that movie, and just um, no, we would always quote uh, whiplash at each other, and just you you lose. So it was fun (laughs) to hear you lose twice in that movie. But um, such a bizarre. They what did they tell him to do with that character? He's he's got so much going on. He's 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 tattooed. He's got this weird hair. Accent powers. He's got the parrot. Is it a parrot? The cockatoo. Cockatoo. Not that himself. That apparently was not at all part of his character. But I believe that one hundred percent. That's just the most bizarre. Yeah, the character choices he's making in that movie are so weird. Like from the beginning, when like his dad dies and he lets out this very like I'm having like stomach burns sort of scream. Like yeah, if only he could have met um. Uh, Hulk's dad from the Ang Lee Hulk. Uh, <laughs> why can't I pull the name now? But that would those would have been who two, was that? Was that Nolte? Nick Nolte. Yeah, Nolte. Yeah. Yes, as as a Matter Man or Matter Man, whatever. He could change Wheel. his body into shit. Wheel. Um, but I just think that their their performances together would be hey, Mar- hey Disney Plus maybe yeah, a new right. spinoff could be, could be a series. <laughs> uh, I do want to see more of uh, Sam Rockwell. I would like him to come back. Yeah, there's there's certain characters, and like you know, we'll talk about it maybe a little bit when we get into the to our later discussion. But like, it's interesting that there's so much room now for like previously side 
you know, one-off characters to like make appearances now where like, you know, Justin Hammer maybe would have just been in Iron Man 2. There could be avenue for him to be in a series at some point or, you know, show up in a, in another movie. Hey, WandaVision has a couple, yeah, couple well, folks. Yeah, so like it's it's interesting to, to go back and, and see these characters kind of show up in these movies and, and see, you know, like know where other characters are going and, and stuff. It's just, it's very fun to, to go back and rewatch because it's, and they're good movies too. Like that's also what I'm discovering is like, you know, I think they have gotten better, you know, especially with like the, the ability to know that these movies are going to work. And like, even when they start to do some of the weird shit that they get into and are going to get into in the future, that, it's not it's not a hindrance to them to like start to delve into some weirder stuff and like you know the first thor movie's fucking weird like it's it's you know like introducing in your like fourth movie of your of your franchise to introduce like a a, a race of spacefaring gods is like a very mm-hmm. you know like strange decision to make and then it just like and then and you know to like start from there to start introducing the the infinity stones it was just like wow they had a they like had a plan and Mm -hmm. you know just let it like rolled it out for three fucking phases so it's 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 pretty wild could you imagine if if iron man i think if iron man had fallen flat Mm -hmm. and then they came out with hulk and then they came out with the first captain america i don't think we'd have I think if Iron Man hadn't done what it did, I don't think that it would have continued. No, I don't think so. Maybe not. It maybe wouldn't have had quite the momentum. It was just like such a smash, though. Um, and I feel like even though the first Captain America is my favorite, I still think there was still enough like push behind that too. Yeah, I just I think like I think Max is right. I think if if like there was no success of Iron Man one, <laughs> like it, it's sort of like the Mummy and the Dark Universe, right? Like the Mummy bombed. <laughs> I love Brendan Fraser. And they, (laughs) and they, they had all these plans for a whole cinematic universe and just had to dump it because it just was not going to work out. And not that I'm sure they had some, you know, like ideas for like, eventually this will, I mean, obviously, because the end of the movie is, have you heard of the Avengers initiative? Um, That it was going to go that way. But, you know, I'm sure they had some... Except it was a guy in the desert who was, like, talking to Tom Cruise. like, have you heard of the Monster Squad? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Our Wolfman? He has nards. (laughs) (laughs) So, I... Yeah, I think, obviously, they had had those plans. And then, like, in, you know, Winter Soldier, when when, uh, Sitwell just sort of casually drops Stephen Strange's name. And just, like, wow, they are just, like... They they have plans. So, like, it's very fun to watch. And I think that's a a good enough segue to put us into let's we'll uh, move TV to the bonus. Let's talk about some of this phase four shit guys. Cause like we've talked about it, maybe not on pod. Um, but there was that slew of, of Disney reveals like maybe a month ago Ooh, of, boy. of just like stuff that's coming out. And man, phase four is it's getting weird. <laughs> like the, the the stuff that they are putting into this is is pretty like they're not uh, cuckoo bananas. They're not resting on their laurels. I'll say 
and there is there is so much i was looking through this and there's not two months where you don't get something and then in like on in addition to that i realized it's not even that though because they're putting out these series uh continuously right so like uh, they have a week in between every episode so Mm -hmm. even though february doesn't have anything newly releasing it's still putting out so as soon as that's done falcon and the winter soldier is going to start right and as soon as that's done you're going to get the black widow movie and then the loki show starts immediately right then yeah everything just coming you're you're always going to have marvel to watch yeah like the you know once uh end game was over and then they released uh far from home it was sort of like it you know they they had always planned on releasing black widow obviously last year but covid prevented mm-hmm. them from doing that but there is no like it's it's full stream ahead and like there's no like with you know with like phase 2 and phase 3 where like they had um like this sort of like phase one ends with the Avengers phase two ends with Ant-Man and phase three ended technically ended with far from home, but you know, end game was sort of the like climactic end of phase three. And this one, there's not a, a like a, a true, they haven't even said like, Hey, we've, we've mapped out the end of phase four. I'm sure they have, but they haven't announced it. Sure. So like, even though these are the projects that they have announced, this may not be all of phase four. And, and, I'm, and dates could still get pushed around right. and who That's knows. True. So but right now they have four movies planned this year yeah. and six TV shows. Yeah. So let's wow. like, so we have one division right now. And then you said, like you said, the Falcon, and the winter soldier coming out in March, black widow coming out in May, Loki coming out in May, Shang Chi and the legend of the 10 rings coming out in July. The what if uh, series, which is not, Ooh. I mean, it'll be, I think that's going to be very fun, but I'm not sure it's going to be necessarily critical to the MCU because there are a lot of like, I'm going to need you to not say that. It could be, it could be. I mean, like, <laughs> no, I think I, I am little, I am legit hoping that there is uh, some sort of traction for there to be like a one-off film of something, because as yeah. much as I like the MCU, I would love to have a what if or an Elseworlds story mm-hmm. that isn't required to be connected. Sure. And the fact that they're, We'll talk about it, but they're setting up multiple universes and multiverses and stuff. Lends that to me, lends itself to like maybe we'll just do a one off and get some sure. weird, you know, a weird director do a yeah. certain weird movie, the Marvel Zombies movie or this thing or that thing. So, yeah, that and you can happen. also, it, when you have multiverses like that, you can have the visitor, right? Same way that uh, Thor had Hulk pop up, mm-hmm. you can also have just mm-hmm. somebody from the ape planet show up in your movie, even though you're not going to do a full movie about the Marvel apes. Sure. Right? Um, so what if in the summer Hawkeye in late 2021, Miss Marvel in late 2021, the Eternals in November and then Spider-Man three in December. So like that, and that's just this year. So we are in no shortage of Marvel projects this year. And I don't know, like um, assuming it's safe, I would like to see all those movies in the theaters <laughs> But I I was sort of, <clears throat> I don't know about you guys, I was sort of trepidatious about the Disney Plus TV series just in terms of, like, the quality. But I think WandaVision's been awesome. And, mm-hmm. like, I, it's so well done, and I am very excited for what the rest of these shows are going to be just based on the first four episodes of WandaVision. Yeah, me yeah too. I, f- I feel like it was a while ago where I just 
maybe somewhere around Game of Thrones, where I really just decided TV could do what movies had done in the past. Mm-hmm. You and you could have the same limitations almost like either way, right? Like, uh, especially because the way that TV is coming out, it's not the same episodic. It doesn't have to be. You can release all of them at the same time. I mean, each one is a contained episode, right? But you don't have to, um, like, you don't have to finish that episode within the week, shoot it, write it, put it out, and have that, like, weird scheduling. You can have everything pre-planned, and you can just uh, film it all beforehand, put it out when it's ready. Um, So, like, there really doesn't seem to be the same limitation that there there used to be behind this, and Mm -hmm. especially when they have their own streaming platform so they get like a hundred percent of the money that's coming in so they can put a a lot of money into it and they don't have to worry about distributing it through a different channel Mm -hmm. yeah what do you guys think about excuse me the um like i think one of the cool things about um the marvel stuff and and some of the star wars stuff that they announced Mm -hmm. is it feels like that they're putting people in charge of these projects that really like this stuff means a lot to them, you know, in the same way that like, you know, I, and like, I, I don't mean to like shit on this guy, but like Kenneth Brana made the first Thor movie because it felt, you know, like, I guess it was sort of Shakespearean and Kenneth Brana is, is this sort of Shakespearean filmmaker. And it, it didn't feel like he was really all that interested in the, in it the the story itself and now it feels like they have these creators who are like you know like having the the team of miss marvel being like muslim but like a primarily muslim creative staff and then like the you know the the star of shang chi um what is his name shima lu like that previously he was an actor who went on twitter and was just like wouldn't it be great if there was a an asian cat an asian lead in a marvel movie like for he tweeted that years ago, and now he's Shang Chi, the star of his own. They're like, Marvel fuck me, to hire him. So like, it's I'm gonna know. have to figure out what niche I can uh, <laughs> yeah. I can call out on Twitter that I am included. Allows in. you to get. Why yeah. don't they have any Marvel? extras with Admiral Akbar sweatshirts? <laughs> Hashtag Disney much, and then before you know it. Um, so it's it's I I think it's really cool that like there's you know and obviously like some stories like the Eternals are are not like so specific to you know whatever but like that there's there there these projects of people that like really no, they got love... Eternals to direct the Eternals <laughs> yeah they 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 got immortals to, yeah yeah they only they only cast real guns. immortal people and aliens and then like <clears throat> I don't know if you guys I saw I believe in... that Salma Hayek is in there. That cast yeah. is bananas, by the way. Kumail, uh, Selma Hayek, Angelina Jolie. Um, who else is in this? It's also a totally. It's a new Kumail now. It's like yeah, completely buff Kumail. Kumail. Yeah. Um, and then you know we have Spider-Man three, we have Thor: Love and Thunder, who's it's once again Taika Waititi is going to be directing that movie. Um, but Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher, which is I think a, a very inspired casting choice if I um having read the the Thor comic the recent Thor comic books. I he I I hope he actually becomes a god butcher to prepare for the role. <laughs> I, I mean I think that's his MO. He's gotta do something. That's right. right? Um, I hope he tells I hope he tells Thor that they're done professionally when he tries to kill him. <laughs> um and then the the rumors that um 
Sam Raimi is taking over the new Doctor Strange Doctor movie. Strange. Yeah. Wow. Like that. Thank and, you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Sam Raimi. Um, that That's like, a pretty good fit, in my opinion. It's. I mean, like it. You know, there there have been rumors from the beginning that this is going to be a little more of like a horror. Wait, what is it? What's the title? It's the horror the, of the multiverse. The multiverse the, of madness. Multiverse of madness. Okay. Yeah. The, um, the, so the the two movies that I'm most excited about are Spider Man Three and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness because they both sound bonkers yeah. from what's going on and all the casting decisions or the the leaks that have been coming yeah, out. The casting stuff for Spider Man Three is pretty. It's yeah that they're so they're bringing in all the character Andrew Garfield. Toby Maguire, the bringing in all these old. I basically like, am assuming that any any past Marvel uh, Spider-Man character could potentially show up. Well, the yeah. the first I I don't know if you guys remember the first bit of this news that broke out was that Jamie Fox was returning as Electro, which mm-hmm. was like, mm-hmm. what is that about? Like, are they like are they just like letting him play this new version of Electro? And then as the lo- news started to trickle out of like Alfred Molina is coming back as Doctor Octopus and Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield, it's like they're doing like a spider verse. Like this is, you know, like they're doing a live action spider verse. And like it, it doesn't like, because it's Marvel and they have this track record of like doing these things. Well, I'm not mad about them. Like co-opting a spider verse. No, I think, I think that's a smart move. And like I said, I think that is kind of the what if thing where people, people who like Spider-Man now still watched, even if they don't like love it more, uh, like the Raimi Spider-Mans and and uh, stuff like that. So I feel like it is fun to have that kind of come back up. And Jamie Foxx like nice, Sorry, go nice, ahead, Max. feels like a nice big hug. Like everyone's just kind of saying like, all all your stuff is important, yeah. right? Yeah. Like yes. all, the, we didn't just toss it away. It 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 occupies its own space, right? Yeah. The only person who's got to be mad is uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro who wished for a world without Spider-Man. And I was getting three. Oh. Wait, oh, Spider-Man. That's fine. (laughs) A world without Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Now that that I could get into. (laughs) Sign me up. I saw. I still haven't haven't seen that movie, and, like, seeing him with the hair and, like, buck teeth, like, someday I'm going to impress Spider-Man. Like, I just can't believe he's part of that. uh, What was the new movie? Oh, it was uh, Wonder Woman with the the nerd turned uh, supervillain. Yeah, Kristen Wiig. So insane. Yeah. I wonder right. I wonder if they're gonna be doing anything with Venom in this one or with uh Carnage. Carnage. Venom, Venom, gotta get that. You're just gonna hear a sting of like like the three Spider-Man are, are swinging around, you just hear Venom, Venom, and just like oh they changed the station really quick. They're like, Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm tired nope, of nope, this nope, song. Nope. nope, nope. Uh but like, do you remember the the fucking wig that um Cletus Cassidy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woody Harrelson. If he doesn't have that in the new movie, we uh, fucking riot. Yeah. So bad. I'll release a new strain of coronavirus. Oh, geez. Um, uh, so, anyway, you this, wouldn't. This, the whole idea that all these guys are coming back, it kind of, I hear, is just like a way to undercut Flashpoint that they're doing on the DC side because they already announced, like, okay, they're going to have... The this is the fun Batman. version of it because this is like saying, like, <laughs> hey, these other movies existed. We're kind of like dipping in and seeing there were other Spider-Man and also Spider-Man universes we haven't seen. And also that means there's other Doctor Stranges and Captain America's blah, blah, blah. And, but DC's doing it out of necessity. Like, don't worry, we'll, we'll course correct this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Michael Keaton will show up in both? 
That'd be pretty good. That's yeah. he's not showing up in uh, <clears throat> Spider Man. That'd be very funny. Um, so the other things that have not been officially dubbed into Phase Four are Black Panther Two and Captain Marvel Two, and this is also the first phase with no official Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, like the only and um, excuse me, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, the Quantum Mania, another fun <laughs> title, and then Guardians of the Galaxy Three is also um, going to be coming out theoretically in phase four um blade mm-hmm. is also as we've talked about blade with mahersha ali is on the slate um i don't know is that going to be a movie or is that a tv show i thought it maybe i'm wrong i thought it was going to be like a series but maybe it is a movie i thought it was going to be a movie but i hope he meets the knows. other blade and he tells him like hey don't uh, try to ice skate uphill <laughs> Um, and then we have She-Hulk coming to Disney Plus with uh, Tatiana Maslany. As... I feel like that's the one. That's the one that like, that's the sleeper. Can't wait to see footage. Yeah, yeah I yeah. know. It's going to be, I I loved her so much in uh, Orphan Black. And sure. to see her in this, I think is going to be so cool. Gamma she Green. Hulk, She-Hulk is like, th- that, one, that one run of, of She-Hulk is so good. Mm-hmm. It's just really amazing. And, and no doubt they're going to be taking, they're going to be pulling from that. Yeah. And it really like, I don't know. I feel like it changed everyone's opinion of She-Hulk and now she's a, a heavy hitter. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Moon Knight, which I think just announced that um, Oscar Isaac is playing Moon Knight, which is like just a, the amount of like big time actors that just end up in the MCU is is pretty crazy. But like, I, I don't know why the Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight news like just like sent me through a loop, but um, I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, and then the final bit of uh, things that they've announced is Fantastic Four. Yeah, fan fan four stick. Yeah, finally the the four are back. Um, They're gonna do a, a similar thing with the Spider Verse, with the Fantastic Four Verse, and bring back all of the Michael B. Jordan. Oh, if if Johnny Storm, Chris Evans can meet Captain America, Chris Evans, I would love it. <laughs> and he's um, like, hey, have you had a flame grilled Whopper? <laughs> I think it'd be really smart to end phase four with the fantastic four, not just because of the symmetry of four and four, but just like, I think it's a big addition to the the Marvel universe to bring in the fantastic four. And I think it'd be a very bit, like a huge thing to end this, this current phase with. Mm-hmm. It's a fairly long phase though, right? The other yeah. phases have been like five movies. <laughs> yeah. And this one's five movies per year. Plus, uh, more uh shows yeah six shows per yeah so it it could be that these are broken up into two phases but um just in terms of like a i mean i guess like the last two phases have not ended on a bombshell like ant-man ended phase two and then far from home ended phase three you don't have to have like a huge epic to end the phase you know you could even maybe what they do is the huge epic and then they have kind of like a not a palate cleanser, but just kind of like a yeah, we're calm still- before the storm right. or something. Because because it, it also also feels like you don't do Galactus for the first new Fantastic Four, right? Yeah, you can fit a cloud in that movie, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but you would want to do like a Modok or someone that's weird, but not like the big the big yeah. of their the thing, of their the fa- fight. Fantastic. Who would Four be what actor? Picture it. What actor's big fucking face do you want to see? On Modoc. You know, the the person who's voiced him in a couple things and I think would be a really great 
person to do it is Patton Oswalt. I was about to say that. He's that seems like own, that could be really fun. He's getting his own weird, uh, like stop motion TV show as Mono hmm. Modok. I think mm-hmm. some kind of animated like um, robot chicken kind of thing. Huh? Who's um? Oh God! Who's the great actor uh, in Princess Bride? Who's like? Uh, he's a great character actor. Uh, My dinner with Andre. Um, uh, oh, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, hang on. Wallace Shawn. Wallace yeah, Shawn. Yeah, Wallace Shawn. That's right. He would be a pretty great Modoc. That'd be pretty. I, it would be very. I'm Modoc. Yeah, it'd be a very, uh, very <laughs> new take on it, but it would be very fun. I don't know. I think. I think watch all of his movies right after this podcast and tell me he wouldn't <laughs> yeah, be a good Modoc. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I'm very excited for phase four and, you know, whatever happens after, you know, most of the stuff ends up in phase five. Hey, maybe too, phase but, five. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I mean, like it, it was weird to have like a whole year without anything Marvel coming out, but man, they really have a, quite a slate ready. And this, this is like, there are so many sleeper things within this too. Mm-hmm. Like, like wandavision could start poking at the whole x-men thing yeah and because like in the comics this is when she says no mutants right when she's kind of off in her own world and she creates mm-hmm. um you know she gets rid of the mutants in and this then, instead in this one she says like, yes mutants yes mutants. i let's, mean yeah let's make maybe. them exist and it could be and th- there's also like a bunch of stuff that's hinting that the next Avengers movie might be a young Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. They're setting up a lot of, um, a lot of, Oh, I think there were a couple of things that were announced that weren't in here that in the, the list that we were reading. Cause they've also talked about armor wars that like oh, Iron yeah. Heart, uh, thing that, um, could also have, uh, Sam Rockwell returning mm-hmm. as hammer, the armor. Oh, yeah, so that's the Ironheart one is a separate one from the Armor Wars, which is actually going to have oh. Don Cheadle. Yeah. Who, oh. Who is uh, as uh, War Machine? War Machine. Yeah. And I forget what some of the other announcements. They also have that uh, Nick Fury show with the Scrolls. Oh, the Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion, and so that one could be setting up, I think, a Scroll Cree War, and yeah. so they're doing a bunch of like. And they're going to they're going to time all these to coincide and lead into other movies and things like that. They're definitely setting up all the dominoes. Mm-hmm. So what's nice, for, I mean, for, sorry, go ahead, Max. For the young Avengers to get back to it, like Wanda just gave birth to t- like two of them, I think. Mm-hmm. At least one of them. I forget which ones who exactly is in the young Avengers, but I think Hawkeye is going to introduce I think uh, Kate Bishop. Yeah, one of Kate one if not Bishop. both of of the two kids. And then Iron Ironheart mm-hmm. is also in there, I think. And then uh, I forget some of the other ones. But America Chavez is going to up... be introduced in the Doctor Strange movie. From who, what I who hear, is that? America Chavez. That's right. And then uh, in the Quantum Quantum World, they're Quantum Mania. Yeah, Quantum Mania. They're oh. bringing in um, his daughter. Yeah, or uh, Scott Lang's daughter, Cassie Lang. Oh, yeah. And so, like, that's another one. They're they're just bringing in a bunch of characters who are from the Young Avengers. So I think the next Avengers movie is going to be a Young that's Avengers cool. movie. Could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's uh, it for Phase 4 News, and uh, that'll do it for the episode. So we will see you next time. Bye. See ya. Bye.